Section 118 of Loss of the Sultana by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 118. M. H. Sprinkle. I was born in Richland County, Ohio, September 15, 1841. Enlisted in the service of the United States at Ashland, Ohio, on the 15th of April, 1861, in Company B, 16th Regiment Ohio Volunteer Infantry. We were taken from the battlefield at Athens, Alabama, September 24, 1864, where 350 of us, under Lieutenant Colonel Elliott, held our own for six hours against 15,000 under Forrest. Our ammunition giving out, we were obliged to surrender, became prisoners of war, and taken to Cahaba Prison. To give a correct impression of one's sufferings would be impossible, except to those who have endured the hardships of such a place. I, like all the others, had to give up my watch, chain, and money, what I had not succeeded in hiding in my waistband. An officer came in and exchanged my new hat for his old one, and detecting that I had on two pairs of pants, pointed his revolver at me, and demanded the new pair which i had been fortunate enough to secure only the day before our food consisted of a pint of corn chop once a day providing the guard did not forget us which he did sometimes the longest time he forgot me was four days we had nothing but the hard earth or boards on which to sleep thinking i could make a better place than this for my head I cut off my pants legs and filled one with the siftings of my corn chop, giving the other one to a comrade for a like purpose. We stayed in this prison until the 1st of April, 1865. A call was then made for 800 men to form in line. I was one of the first to fall in, for I did not care where we were going. It seemed that nothing worse could be given us than what we were receiving but our feelings can better be imagined than expressed when, after lying two weeks in parole camp at Vicksburg, we heard that a boat was waiting at the river for us. The report turned out to be true. The boat was the ill-fated steamer Sultana, and she was headed for Cairo. Eighteen of my company were upon the hurricane deck at the extreme stern of the boat, of that number, I know of but four that escaped the terrible accident of the morning of April 27th. On that morning, about two o'clock, one of the boilers exploded. The boat soon took fire, and Billy Lockhart and myself threw at least fifty of those who had been wounded in the explosion overboard, thinking it better that they should take their chances of drowning than be left to burn up, which they would do if left on the boat. Finally, we were compelled to go, as the deck was about to fall in. I then noticed Charlie Ogden, of my company, who appeared to be standing in a dazed condition. I spoke to him, telling him he must go or he would burn, but he appeared to take no notice of what I said. I felt the deck tottering and ran and sprang into the river. As I came to the surface, the deck had fallen in and I have no doubt Charlie perished in the flames, as he had not made a move when I left him. I swam over to the west side of the river, 
but the banks were too steep for me, so the only alternative I had was to float down the stream, which I could easily do, or drown. I chose the former, but was nearly exhausted. On my way down the stream I came in contact with two men who were clinging to a trap-door about three feet square. Neither of them could swim, and as I was floating so easily along they begged me to help them get out. I steadied their raft for them and pushed it along downstream. We were going along fairly well when a drowning man seized my left leg. I tried to kick him loose, but failing I let go the raft and tried to force him off, but could not, and was obliged to drag that dead weight until we reached Memphis. We were helped out of the water just above the wharf by citizens, and the last I can recollect was they were trying to pry the dead man's grip loose from my leg. The next I knew I was on the boat and having a very hard chill. The captain gave me some brandy, and I think I must have drank at least a pint before I began to feel the effects, then I began to sweat profusely. The citizens afterwards took me home with them and gave me a suit of clothes. I stayed with them about nine days, finally starting up the river on the steamer Bell Memphis and reaching home on the 21st day of May, 1865. My present occupation is that of a mason. My post office address, Eaton Rapids, Michigan. End of section 118